The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Ritter Nation, to the Ritter Nation podcast. And I am your host, Ritter Greg. Welcome to our show. This week is uh, popping. Things are happening. Things are moving and shaking. The AFC West is in turmoil. Action is everywhere here on show 231. Now, before I get into this show, I just have to make a comment here. I'm not going to do a story on it or anything. I'm just going to say, let Kiffin go. I know it's been boring. I know the boards have to say something. People got to talk about something. But this whole Tennessee, Kiffin, Al Davis, just it's so dramatic. It's very TMZ, Hollywoody, some bullshit that we don't need. We're talking football here, and let's just move. Move on, people. Move on. Our stories for today will be Rocky Mountain Meltdown, baby. Cleef Farm gives Raiders hope. That's another story. I got I to gotta hit on that, too, because Cleef hope doesn't give us no grief. It looks like a pretty good thing. And draft mania in the house. That's right. We're going to talk about their draft possibilities. Things have changed a lot since uh, two weeks ago. So we'll hit a little bit of that. And, of course, the bone line where you guys came in strong again. You guys are pretty awesome. It's good to have your voices and your opinions on it. So let's get to our first story, shall we? Because I can hardly wait. It's the Rocky Mountain Meltdown. <laughs> Yeehaw! All right, Raider Nation, the AFC West is in turmoil. Of course, we know that the Chiefs have a new coach, a new system, a new everything. They have Matt Castle and Vrabel, which was a trade that actually led to this whole Denver debacle. I am just loving it. <laughs> just to quote McDonald's, it is a great thing. The only stable team besides the Oakland Raiders, can you believe it, are, of course, the chargeless, boltless, nutless Chargers. That's right. Those two stable organizations should be able to battle it out the AFC West this year, and I'm hoping the Raiders, I'm thinking the Raiders, I'm kind of knowing the Raiders are ready to break out, man. So this could be the time. It's looking good, people, I'm telling you right now. But on the Rocky Mountain News, this whole Jay Cutler thing, let me just go through it. He was put on the trading block on the quiets because... Josh McDaniels, the new coach of the Denver Broncos, looks like a 15-year-old kid taking a driver's test when he's on <laughs> when he's on the media. Check him out. He's a deer in the headlights, young coach, very Kiffin-esque, if you know what I'm saying, very inexperienced, and he is blowing it 
and I am loving it, as you guys should do, because he's sending Dendro down to a spiral of death, which will take him back to the freaking Stone Age. I just love it. The thing was, they were trying to trade Cutler for Matt Castle, and Vrabel became part of the deal sometime later on. It was a trade between Denver and the Patriots, and they were going to make that thing happen, and then the Chiefs came in and made a big old splash about everything and (laughs) took the prize. So Cutler finds out, hey, I'm going to lose my job. That's just like working at a job for years and get an idea that you're the guy and you're doing a great job. And all of a sudden, (laughs) the newspaper says, guess what? They tried to trade your ass (laughs) to the Patriots. So you could be a second stringer. I don't know how that was going to work out, really. But it doesn't matter how it was going to work out because the damage is done. You know, it's not just damage that could have been taken care of. Well, it could have been. You know, and honestly, the whole meeting thing between Josh McDaniels, the coach of the Broncos, and Jay Cutler on Saturday was pretty dramatic. Jay Cutler's uh, description was pretty much to the point, and Josh McDaniels didn't deny it. Cutler is not the man (laughs) that McDaniels wants. But now McDaniel's got nothing. He's got shit in one hand and nothing in the other. I love it. Now Cutler wants to be traded. He has no interest in being a Bronco. Quote, unquote, it's time to move on. And I think that this is just priceless. New coach with an attitude taking, let me tell you, they were the second offense in the entire league last year. They were very, very good. Ranked number two. They were good. Terrible defense, great offense. And now he stuck his finger in a light socket, baby. It's beautiful. And it's done. So let's just see how this drama unfolds. Jay Cutler is requesting a trade. It's all out in the open. Um, And, you know, incidentally, I just was looking through, you know, like I do sometimes, uh, Denver Bronco Ho fans and what they have to say about the recent <laughs> buffoonery that has happened in the Rocky Mountains. And this is what one fan had to say. I think it was probably the best of all the comments because it was pretty cerebral. Let's just check this out. This is uh, a quote from Terry Mack, Denver Bronco Ho fan. Just goes to show how immaturity and inexperience of a head coach, Josh McDaniels. He was brought up and trained by a team with no ethics. So what do you expect? If Cutler goes, it'll send the Broncos back to the Stone Age. Cutler did a great job of carrying a team that had absolutely no defense. When Cutler vacates Denver, the ticket sales will take a major dump along with a team and loyalty. How's that for making profitable business decisions, Pat Bolin? (laughs) The coach tried to screw with Cutler's career, and I wouldn't trust him either. Cutler's leaving will be a poetic justice as it will destroy Josh McDaniel's career and credentials as a head coach. Leave it to an inexperienced young punk of a coach to lose a franchise player like Cutler. 
McDaniels is the proverbial monkey trying to screw a football. Boland better step up and take the wheel while he still has the team left. That is priceless. (laughs) And that is all I have to say about that. Khalif gives Raiders hope, baby. Our time has come. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble. Well, that's what I'm saying, Raider Nation. We finally got some offensive line help, which we all know we've needed for some time, especially since we lost Shaky Jake Grove at the center position. We're definitely going to need some help on the line, especially in the depth, and in here, in this case, the veteran position. Khalif Barnes of the Jacksonville Jaguars joins the Oakland Raiders as a new offensive tackle. And I'm thinking left side, I don't know. Uh, who knows? But he's going to join the team, and he's got a one-year deal. Now, this is kind of funny because, you know, we, we were talking about this two weeks ago, and there's this guy was just dangling out in the wind. Now, I don't know why. Probably because he didn't have a real good outing last season. Yes, the false starts were pretty brutal. I'm hoping, as he is, that he can get it together and come to Oakland and be a productive offensive lineman once again. Great promise this guy had when he was taken by Jacksonville. I mean, yeah, Jacksonville, and took them to a running title with um, their two good running backs there, if you remember, not two years ago. He was part of that team. So I'm saying he could do it. He could make it. And the best thing about this deal is that the Raiders only gave him one year, a one-year contract with incentives. But that's a lot better than the Quaim Harris or the Kwame Harris. Quaim Harris! Paper bag contract, which stuck us for $10 million for some bullshit on the team. So I'm hoping this move makes something happen. I think it will. He's got some issues. Yes, everybody does. He does too. But you know what? It's worth the chance for the one-year contract that we got him for. Perhaps we can get him for a little bit longer if he produces this year, which is all on him, and it's balls in his court. So that's pretty good. I will say this. The Raiders need to concentrate and continue to concentrate in the offensive line. I think the only reason Khalif Barnes actually made it to Oakland was Tom Cable as a line coach, and he could talk to this guy, unlike the other suitors for this guy, and May didn't come to Oakland and said, I will resurrect your career. And I think that's what Tom Cable said. I can imagine it. I can feel it. I bet you that's what came down. The other coach is not having much of an idea of the line job. Like Tom Cable's pretty famous line coach. He did a pretty damn good job. So I think that that might have been the, the turning factor, determining factor for Khalif Barnes coming to Oakland. Uh, I know his kids had trouble. Let's give him a chance. Welcome, Khalif Barnes, to the Raiders. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Draft Mania! In the NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select, 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 
Yes, that's right. The Oakland Raider fans are frothing right now because the draft is close, it's near, and everybody wonders what the hell the Raiders are going to do this season. Well, I tell you what, I've got no clue. People said, and a lot of people are saying, that since we got Barnes in free agency, we're not going to go for an offensive lineman. I say, that's some bullshit because Tom Cable's our coach. I still think that he's got a lot to say. I do think that we should pick up another offensive lineman. I don't know at number seven. I don't think at number seven, but I do think so in the draft somewhere down the line. We will pick at least one more offensive tackle or a center, which would be a very good idea and a great pick at number seven. A center would be a great idea because we kind of need one, don't you think? Not that we're that short, but it's not a very, it's not a very easy position to fill. Center isn't. And uh, we've got some prospects here, and we should go over them. Now, the Raiders need a whole lot, and I mean a whole lot, of help. Um, and so you just don't know where they're going to go. People are saying wide receiver, Jeremy Macklin. You know, he's supposed to be some, some prodigy as, as well, but his speed, which Al loves, is good, but he can't catch the ball. Um, some people are saying bring him in. I, you know, Macklin Crabtree is uh, people are saying he's going to make it down there. I don't think he makes it to seven. But if he does make it to seven, you know, Al could pick him up too, even though he's uh, an injured player. The price could be right. I don't know. Uh, he's probably the best player in the in the draft so far. It's a crapshoot. You guys know that. I think B.J. Raji, you know, there's another guy, a Boston College defensive tackle. We, we, <laughs> we could do him too, and I'd be – Perfectly happy with him. Uh, unlike Glenn Dorsey of last season, who never really panned out, this guy here is a motor. I think he's a much better uh, tackle, and uh, and I, I think that he can make it make it happen. I, I just think Raji could be the guy. Now, our need for a center might be pretty glaring, and Alex Mack from Cal seems to be a pretty good center. He's touted to go at least the first round. That's uh, pretty good. I don't know if number seven is going to be used for that or not. I don't know if it's worthy of that because Ray Maliuga is in there. There's a lot of good players on the defensive side of the ball we should look at as well. It's really hard to say where the Oakland Raiders are going to go. It really is. Uh, we could use anyone, really, except for running back. We don't need any of those, and there certainly aren't any in this particular draft, which leads me to another point. We have three running backs, Fargus, Bush, and... DMAC. Now, I can tell you that I, as a fan, would love to see DMAC play more and Bush play more, um, giving them more of an opportunity to play and get used to the game. Uh, this season, I think both those guys should have more of an opportunity. I like Fargus. I want Fargus to say, but if there's any draft uh, shenanigans that go on as far as trades, trading up, trading for position, I think Fargus could be on the block. Uh, maybe not, but of all the three running backs, I think that he's the guy that should be, uh, he's got the most heart too. I hate to even say that, man. He's a great Raider, but doggone it. Uh, Michael Bush is just too good. I think McFadden's going to be good too. We'll see next season. They might play all three and see what happens after that. See if there's some trades going on next season. They might use all three guys. I say this, if we have a good enough offensive line, we should be able to run the ball all the time. And you know, on any away game, that's what's going to win you the game is the running game, and that is for sure. 
So I'm looking forward to the draft. I can't really tell you who I think we're going to get. Uh, just because speed, like I said, they're talking about this kid from Missouri. And I, <laughs> I just don't want some speedster. I've seen it happen. Michael Huff. I mean, I don't go down the list. Buchanan, Gibson, all very fast guys, but they just didn't have the talent that it takes to play this sport. And I'd sure hate the Raiders to make that mistake. Please, Al, don't do it. It's use every draft pick here on good players. Um, and and <laughs> let's just not take one criteria, please. So that's about all I have about the draft. You guys are really good about what's going on in the draft. I, I'm telling you, I have no idea where the Raiders are going to go. Uh, not at all. So without further ado, let us hit the bone line. Come on now. I know you guys want to talk about the draft because it's coming up. The Raider fan is all about the draft because that's where we hang our hats. That's where we hang our hope. And that's where we should get some good players this season to make us a better team and hopefully a playoff team. That would be awesome. Let's hit that bone line, shall we? We have Raider Mike from Gainesville, Florida, man. What you got to say? Oh, no, T.O., brother. Yo, Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Uh, just had to call you today and give a shout-out to all the Raider Nation. Um, and my thoughts and prayers are with the Marquise Cooper family and Ollie, Corey Smith, and the Bleakley family on the uh, – the search that the Coast Guard could not find the Marquise and um, Smith and uh, Bleakley. So uh, it's been bothering me pretty much all week, you know, I was hoping that they would find him, and especially, you know, me living here in Florida, it's on the news all the time. You know, it's been on my mind, and him especially, especially Marquise being a Raider, prayers and thoughts go out to all the, all the families, but the fact is, you know, he's a Raider. No matter, he was only a Raider for a couple months, he was still a Raider, and they kept announcing him as a Raider. So I wanted to, you know, just, you know, give a shout-out to the Raider Nation and hope everybody keeps their prayers and thoughts with the Marquise Cooper's family and all the others that were involved in the uh, the capsized boat out there in uh, the uh, Gulf there, right outside of uh, Tampa Bay there. Um, just got news of us, the Fox Sports Radio. Turncoat Terrell Owens has been cut. Well, of course, speculation already since he's a renegade that the Raiders will probably be one of the first teams to look at him because we need a number one. I have to agree. Uh, they basically said that we can get him pretty cheap, I should say. I mean, if we can get him cheap and somehow work out a contract, if he does some things detrimental to, to the team, we can cut him or some type of penalty then I'd take a risk and just roll the dice and sign him. I mean, hell, he's probably better than all the receivers that we have. And we do need number one, and he would be the number one. And, and again, he would be detrimental kind of in a way to our young receivers. So it's just so tempting, at least Al, to just take a chance. But then I guess Al and Jerry Jones are – that's pretty much Al's only friend, pretty much you could say, out of all the owners. So, you know, maybe – 
Jerry Jones gave Al heads up and maybe kind of forewarned him, don't touch him. But I'm thinking if we don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Daniel Snyder, the Redskins, I mean, he's thrown money at D'Angelo, can't cover a haul of all that money to him. You know, it's a little inkling in me to think that we maybe should roll the dice if we can get him for real cheap and put stipulations in the contract. If he starts screwing around and saying some detrimental team will run his ass out of there. I know we've dealt with Randy Moss and his crap, but at least T.O., he doesn't take plays off. I think he actually does go out there and try. You know, it's just that he gets frustrated when he doesn't get the ball. So we'll see. Raider Nation for life. Peace. Well, Raider Mike, I said at the beginning there, no T.O. No T.O. because he went to the Bills, one thing, because, you know, these calls have been um, two weeks now. So no T.O. to Oakland. I'm glad. I didn't want it to happen. I was all over the boards. No way. Please, no. Uh, Yeah, he is a good receiver, but his pain-in-the-ass antics with other players, quarterbacks, other receivers, I mean, please, we don't need the drama. We got enough drama for everybody in Oakland, and we certainly don't need his bullshit. I'm glad that the Bills have him. Now he can be their pain in the ass because he really hasn't been a team player for any team in this league yet, and I don't want to make the experiment of having him do the same kind of bullshit in Oakland. Good riddance, T.O. Nice talking to you. Good call, Mike. Who's next on the line? Voice from the past. We have Raider Stutters. What's happening, partner? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Stutters. I'm back again. I took a little bit of time off. I was going through a little bit of problems. But now I'm back, and uh, I'm really happy that uh, all this re-signing of of our proven players uh, is going on. I'm real happy that, uh, uh, the hell's his name, Harris. I can't pronounce his first name, so... Claim Harris! Uh, I'm glad he's gone. And, uh, um, Jabril, I was, uh, pretty upset when he was released, but, uh, according to a lot of, a lot of people, he was, uh, he was a real cancer in the locker room. And he was always, uh, real, uh, you know, uh, he was a person that, that was not, um, really into the team, so... If uh, if he was a cancer, I'm I'm glad that he's gone. Um, I'm really happy about everything right now. Uh, everything's going good, and I really, I I agree uh, with uh, Raider Tr who called a, uh, a couple of days ago about the NFL Network. Um, if you guys want to watch real Raider news, not not I mean I'm not I'm not saying that they pass it all the time, but that is one of the of the best. You know, uh, places where, besides the podcast where you can find out good information. And if on network, you know, they are very, very positive about uh, about the Raiders. You know, they give you everything in detail, and it's a very, and it, it's a, it, it's a very good thing. It's better than that BSPN bullshit. But uh, I I do agree with him, and that uh, r- uh that Run DMC uh, commercial is one of the best commercials I've seen in my life. Um, like I said, very happy with, with everything that's been going on, and I just hope that we keep on going. Uh, and rumor has it that uh, Roy Williams wants out of uh, of Dallas, you know, either in a trade or, or, or release. If they release him, we should uh, you know, go after him, or uh, or at least uh, try to trade for him. Maybe maybe Sean Rogers from uh, from the Browns. Just try to get someone. Um, you know, we could release Fargus. 
you know, he's releasable. He's uh, hurt all the time, so we could get rid of him. And that's uh, basically everything I wanted to say. Uh, keep up, keep up the good work, and uh, Red Nation, keep your head up. This is turning around one by one, and um, our prayers are with Marquise Cooper, who uh, who is still missing out there at sea. Uh, hopefully, we uh, we find him. Um, prayers go to his family. Uh, here's a song that uh, that I, I I heard a couple of days ago, and uh, I'm trying very hard to get. Uh, it's called Six Side Raiders by Psycho Realm. It is one of the best songs I've heard in my life. For every true Raider fan out there, you guys should try to get it. It's on uh, it's on YouTube. Just uh, type uh, Six Side Raiders, and uh, and 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 it will come up. Uh, that that is one of the best songs that I've heard. Uh, besides, I've heard many many songs, but that one really talks about what the Raiders used to be, and uh, by the looks of it, are coming back too. So, I, I recommend to everyone go just go on YouTube, Six Size Raiders. Thank you. Well, you got a whole lot to say about a whole lot of things. Uh, first, you know, I didn't address this in the last call, but I will. Marquise Cooper, you know, by now you guys know that you know, presumed dead. There's no way, no hope. Unfortunately. Prayers go out to the family for sure, and man, it's just a drag. And that is about that on the Cooper situation. I mean, it'd be brutal, be brutal to have that uh, that happen. But um, on another note, when you're talking about uh, Justin Fargus trade, perhaps for a wide receiver, I tell you, yes, I agree. I think so. I think that if we're gonna do anything like that, that would be the thing. Now, Roy Williams, I don't think he's going nowhere. Um, and the T.O. thing is over. Thank goodness. Uh, we might be looking to draft one. But I've said this a bunch of times, man. We got good wide receivers, young, strong, fast guys. They they did well last last year. Drew Carter's coming off injury. He's a good player. Shillings, I mean, Johnny Lee. <laughs> I think we got an Ashley Lilly. I think we should bring him back. He was magic. I think we got a pretty good receiver core. And I, I unless – we have some miracle comes along. Uh, I just think that uh, our wide receiver core is pretty doggone good, unless we had some kind of incredible, you know, we didn't get Hushmanzad or someone like that. That'd be a different story. But when it comes down to superhero wide receivers, there's nothing like a homegrown, homegrown wide receiver like Tim Brown, quality, someone you pick up in the first round from USC. You know, the legend goes on. Uh, quality Raider. I'd love to see that happen. If we could ever get someone like that, that would be great. That's what I hope Bush and Team Hector into, man. Permanent Raider fixtures. Okay, who else is on the line? Let's hear it. We have my good brother, the original, like he says, Raider Mike. What you got to say, man? Let me hear it. Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike. The authentic Raider Mike calling in to the bone line. What I got to say today, well, there's a lot of things really quick, so I'll try to go fast. About the two signings, the two valuable signings that everybody's uh, jumping up and down and waving their arms in the air going, yay! Uh, our punter, you know, we, Shane Leckler, we needed him. And uh, he signed a contract that tells me that he really wants to be part of the organization of the Oakland Raiders. I'm really, really, really happy about that. 
don't know if we really needed to spend that kind of money on a punter, but he deserved it. I love him. He's a Raider for life. Nami Osmoa, on the other hand, everybody's just all giddy about this this signing, and, and I am too. I am too. I love the guy. Bet one of the best, the best corner in the NFL, hands down. Um, probably only guy I could ever compare him to um, in recent memory is Charles Woodson. I mean, he locks down half the field, and that's great. But everybody is not really looking at this deal. I mean, this deal is outrageous. I mean, basically, in a nutshell, we franchised him for two years. That's basically all we did. We franchised him for two years with a third year that has an option that only benefits Nomni Osmoa, not the Raiders. And, um, you know, is it worth it? Probably. But it also tells me that he's really not about the Oakland Raiders. He's just he's about what benefits him. And, uh, you know, he didn't want to sign a long-term deal. And, uh, you know, most guys, when they, uh, when they are in the franchise tag transition like Nomni Osmoa is, they're looking to sign a long-term deal so they don't have to deal with all this distraction. But he's going to have this distraction in two years because that third year is an option. That's not a guaranteed year. So I'm a little disappointed about that. Plus, I'm disappointed that he's not going to be at the Commitment to Excellence Center. But that's a whole other story I won't get into. But I know a lot of you out there are, are relieved that we didn't throw $100 million at Albert Hainsworth. Let me tell you something, all right? If any of you haven't really been paying attention lately, our run defense has been almost near dead last the last six years. That, to me, is the reason why we have not been successful in the National Football League, especially in your division when you got running backs like LaDainian Tomlinson, Larry Johnson, um, whatever Denver's running back at the time is that, that's running that system to, to the perfection. They shred us up every time especially LaDainian Tomlinson. I am sick and tired of LaDainian Tomlinson coming into Oakland and shredding us up for 125-plus yards for two touchdowns or more every single time, and then him taunting with his stupid hand behind the head and his little fucking pose that he does just makes me want to puke in a bucket every single time I see that. And the reason why he does that is because we cannot stop the run. All right? Our linebackers are good. All right? But we need a solid middle linebacker, and we need a solid, solid defensive tackle. And Albert Hainsworth, my friend, is that man. There's a reason why he got $100 million. I mean, he's worth almost every penny of that. He elevates everybody else's uh, play on that line. I mean, he is a beast. And it means you get to run to the outside. And I just don't see LaDainian Thomason having as much success if we had a guy like this, but we passed up on him. And the free agency just began, like, what, last week? And everybody's whining and crying about a wide receiver, and we should get Michael Crabtree, who's damaged goods, by the way. Everybody wants him, and we could have signed TJ, who's your mama. I mean, he's a premier top-flight wide receiver, and we could have signed him. But we just let him go. Well, what about Dawkins? We just got rid of Gabriel Wilson. We could have got Dawkins. I mean, he, he's a, a formidable uh, defensive back safety for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and where, where does he go? Goes to the Broncos, our arch rival. Well, that was, that was really good. And what about Marvin Harrison? 
I mean, he's still got tons left in the tank. I don't care what anybody said. He had one injured year last year. The other, anything else that he's done was really minute, and he's always produced. I'm shocked that they let him go. But he's still out there. We get him. I mean, it, this is just pathetic. And to close out my call here, uh, I just want to say, say my hearts and prayers and my thoughts go out to Cooper, a guy who has lost at sea with his friends. I couldn't possibly imagine there ain't anybody on here that can possibly imagine what they're going through. And it's it just its sad. It's a tragedy. And let's just hope that he turns up somewhere, at least a body, so we know that we can have some closure. But my hearts and prayers go out to you, buddy, and, um, and, and your friends and your family. And uh, my question is, why were they in that kind of boat that far away from land? It kind of baffles me. But peace out, Raider Greg and the Raider Nation. Love you guys. I'm out. Well, we uh, we don't have a good run defense. They blow. They have been blowing for the last couple of years. Big time. We've had some good games. We've saw, stopped some people. We've had some good games against the run, but we have had some just shitty-ass blowouts. And that's right. LaDavion Tomlinson's always seem to be crying on the sidelines every game before our game and every game after our game, but not our game. I'd love to see that punk crying at one of our games where we beat their ass instead of him running 200 yards on us every doggone time. That's some bullshit. And as far as Nambi goes, hey, man, you know what? There's a no-cap no season next year. Who knows what's going to happen? A lot of contracts are funky this year because nobody knows what's going to go on. Uh, so until this NFL and player situation gets hammered out, you know, contracts are going to be weird. And you know what? If we didn't pay this cat that money, somebody else would have. So... I don't care about spending that money. He's a quality player. I'd way rather have him than five Michael Huffs or five Buchanans or ten Gibsons. You name them. Because he is a good, proven Raider from the first day out of college to the pros, a Raider. And I say pay the man and just get it over with. And that goes for Leckler, too, man. You know, you stood up and clapped on those punts, too, almost every damn one of them. I know, because I saw you. I was there. I didn't know you were, too. So we do need to stop the run. And what about Kelly? What about that fat-ass Turdell Sands? Those two guys have tons of money, and we still have their lard asses on the line. Somebody better put a cattle prod in Kelly's ass and get him through that line, because I'll tell you what, he got $50 million, not $100 million like Hainsworth, and that lazy asshole hasn't done shit. I mean, I'm telling you right now, we should hire, We should get a rookie defensive tackle replace his goat-smelling ass. I'm telling you, man, he is just not living up to it. He better get that motor running this season, and I mean it. And that would help us out a lot too. So we'll see what happens in the in the draft. You know, who knows? Um, look, as far as the the guys lost at sea, one more time, I'll say it. I'll say it this for sure. Nobody should go out 50 miles in any boat less than 40 feet. And that's a fact. And even then, I would be very aware and cognizant of the weather, especially in the Gulf of Mexico, where it can get nasty very fast. 21-foot boat 50 miles out just doesn't work 
for anybody who's a real fisherman, who knows what things can be like and, and are prepared um, for those things and not, not not prepared because that, that was a not prepared crew. Um, and, and that's unfortunate, and maybe it'll save somebody else's life. So that's a positive, too, on that end of things. But my heart does go out to the families as well. Thanks, Raider Mike. All right, who's next? We have the Archangel. One of my favorite dudes from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Hit it, my brother. Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, it's about a quarter to eight uh, over here on the uh, East Coast. And uh, I woke up this morning and find out that T.O. was released by the Cowboys. Now, I, uh, if you guys recall, I did say that we need a threat at wide receiver. And lo and behold, he is now available. Now, a lot of you out there are probably saying, no, we don't need T.O. because he's a cancer in the locker room and all this other stuff. And in some ways, I kind of agree. And some of you probably said that we should have picked up uh, T.J. Houston's daughter. Well, T.J. Houston's daughter, he would have, although he's a little younger than T.O., I believe, he would have cost more money. And then also, uh, T. I mean, uh, T.J., he's re- he really benefited from Chad Johnson being on the other side for him. And by them double-teaming Chad Johnson, that left him wide open as far as catching all those balls that he's been able to uh, get thrown his way. So um, basically, now that he's signed in to go play in Seattle, and I think he's going to be the number one option, now he's going to really see how it is to be double team and see how many balls he'll be able to catch then. Also, uh, he's not too durable also. He comes up later once in a while during the season also. But uh, anyway, T.O., as we well know, other than his exports as far as being in the locker room, being a cancer, the guy is a beast. No doubt about it. When he gets on that field, he plays every down. He's not like Randy Moss as far as take downs off and all this other stuff. And as far as if the ball is the play is not for him, he doesn't sell the play. And also, uh, he's not a good blocker as far as going up the field when he's not involved with the play. I mean, T.O. is an all-around player. And, yeah, the past couple of seasons, I've noticed that he's been dropping a lot of balls and all that. But I think T.O. will look good as far as being a Raider. Trust me, you look good in the silver and black. Anyway, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Well, I don't agree with you. I think T.O. was a pain in the ass. I think he got what he got. Uh, and I do think that we should have gone for T.J. Hushmanzada. Uh, when you compare the price to a first-round draft pick, a number seven, you're looking at money that's very similar, especially uh, probably get Hushmanzada cheaper because he did get some injuries. He was prone to injuries. And depending upon how the contract could have been figured out, uh, I would have gone for a sure thing before I would have gone for like a Michael Crabtree or something like that, where you have to wait till they prove themselves. However, I got to say no to T.O. I always say no to T.O. Yeah, the locker room thing would have been too much for a young quarterback and a young team, especially all those kids are young. We got a young team, man. You don't want to have some guy going in there blowing up your locker room. And and he's an older guy. They'll be looking up to him and stuff. It, no, good move. I'm glad we didn't do it. I'm very happy we didn't do it uh, for sure. And not that you know he's dropping balls and stuff like that. He's a good football player. He's just a mental case that I don't think we need in Oakland. And uh, that is for sure. Uh, but he's it's problem solved because he's now in Buffalo Bill. And that's it. We don't have to worry about that or be concerned 
Uh, we do have a good group of wide receivers, like I said, and I think that we got to give them a chance to get the ball. And once we do, I think we're going to see some real magic. That's my point. As long as we have an offensive line to protect our quarterback. All right, who's next? We have a very cerebral caller, my partner, Raider Joey from Kentucky. What you got to say, brother? Hello, Raider Greg. This is Raider Joey from Kentucky. Uh, first off, I just wanted to thank you for allowing me to be on your uh, the show the last time, number 230, the Raiders bust out. I really appreciated that. Uh, another thing I want to mention was also my thoughts and prayers goes out to uh, Marquise Cooper family and also the other families who have lost uh, the other football members in their families. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out to them. Last time I was on the show, I did not get to mention uh, one thing that I was really on my heart that I wanted to say, and that is that we desperately need a defensive tackle. Uh, if you all have been noticing the last six years, we have not had nobody basically in the middle to plug the hole up to stop the run. We've not had it since we went to the Super Bowl. We had Rich Cannon and Jerry Rice and, and company. The run has killed us for the last six years. We face some of the best backs in the league in our own division, as you all know, with Thomason and Larry Johnson and uh, anybody that Denver gets and throws at us always are good. So to me, that is our biggest concern. Yes, I know we could use a wide receiver. We could use an offensive lineman. We could use a strong safety. There's other positions that we need. But to me, maybe the biggest position that we need to fill is the defensive tackle position because look at it. Like I said, the last six years, we've been either last or next to last in stats on stopping the run. It's killed us. I mean, it's cost us game after game after game. Uh, if we could pick up a stud defensive tackle through the draft, uh, I believe the one guy, his name's Rajay. I forget what college he's out of, but he's, he's a hoss. Uh, I think he can anchor that line, uh, be someone like a, a Darrell Russell that we used to have, everybody remembers. Uh, we desperately need somebody like that. Uh, I've also got a linebacker out of Wake Forest. Curry, I believe his name, would be a killer add-on for our linebacking crew to go along with Morrison and Howard. Uh, would be unbelievable. I think we've got two of the best in the league as it is right now. I just think they don't get the recognition, and that's Howard and Morrison. Should have been to the Pro Bowl, in my opinion, but maybe because they're wearing the silver and black is the reason they didn't, don't get to go to the Pro Bowl. You know how that goes. Uh, but like I said, the defensive tackle position is big time in my book. I've watched game after game after game, and we have not been able to stop the run in six years. Just hope, you know, like I'd called in the last time on Miller, making no attempt whatsoever uh, at that time to save Miller. So just pray to God that they didn't get away. You don't find many guys out there with that Devin Hester type uh, mentality and ability. So uh, just hope that we can get things turned around and, and pick up some guys here in free agency and uh, do something on that defensive tackle position. I mean, like you said, you talked about Terdale Sands. He, has, he definitely hasn't done it. Uh, his size, I think, hurts him. He's too tall. He's awkward. His body is awkward. Uh, he needs to be lower to the ground. He'd be better off at a, like a 6'1", uh, 3'10". Instead of uh, six, seven, three, thirty-five, he's awkward. He's too easy to get off his feet. That makes him awkward and gets him off balance. So uh, we need some people in there to stop that run. That's that's a big time necessity that we need. 
Uh, we just got to think positive. I know we've got a tough, tough schedule coming up. We just got to keep our heads up and, and just hope we can turn it around. Uh, hopefully, Russell, a little more maturity under his belt, will help lead us this year. We can give him enough time back in the pocket and just make some plays for him. So, uh, hang in, Raider Nation. Hopefully, we can turn it around this year. Thank you now. Bye. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. Defensive tackle is a position we need badly because Turdell Sands, you know what? You great bring across a good point. I never really looked that hard on why he wasn't uh, a good defensive tackle, but he is too big. He's too tall. You're absolutely correct. Tall guys get pushed over, especially by the short, you know, short, stronger players. He gets off balance all the time. I could totally see that. They push him around all the time. And, you know, Talk to me about Kelly. Give me a call about what he's doing. What's his problem? I don't know what his issue is, but he needs to get something done like a cattle prod up his rectum. And Miller, I think we're going to keep Miller. I haven't heard any rumblings about Miller going anywhere, and it's one thing is good about the Raiders having not too good of a season. A lot of teams aren't checking us out and our players, so that's good. And I think Miller might uh, squeeze under the radar and stay a Raider. I hope so. I hope so. And Rajay, we need him on the defensive line, and we need some defensive linemen. I think so, too. I don't know whether he should be at number seven, but I certainly know we need to have a defensive tackle that will work. We haven't done anything in free agency as far as the defensive tackle position goes. So we really, really, I think they really have spent their wad on defensive tackle in the last five years. We're going to have to go out there and spend some more money. But you're right, man. Jay Russ, and his, this year he's more mature. That's why we need to protect him. That's why we need offensive linemen. That's why I think we'll get at least one more in this draft. And um, we need to have a center. I mean, we need some protection for the offense to work. I understand we need to stop the run. I know we've been burned, and I know. But I, I just think we got a new defensive coordinator. we got a new situation going on right now. Maybe things will change. We didn't have much of a pass rush last year. Maybe we didn't blitz very much. You know, I'm thinking the defense, maybe if they blitz more, maybe they wouldn't get burnt so much. I don't know. Seems to me when we are aggressive on defense last season, we really put it to some people, and the run didn't make much difference because their quarterback was on their back most of the time. Pretty good thing, too, especially when you can keep the game a short game. So uh, that's what I'm thinking about anyways. We need offensive linemen to help. Jay Russ get an opportunity to throw that ball. And you know what happens, too. When you start making big plays and big yards and get ahead in points, it changes the dynamics of the other team's offense. Thus, the Patriots' defense wasn't all that, but other teams were always so far behind that they had to pass the ball all the time. So those guys in the front got a free field day at the quarterback every play almost. So they looked like superheroes. But in reality, is because their offense was so dynamic – People were always playing catch-up. That's the difference. We need to shore up that doggone offensive line this season. I am tired. As tired of seeing LT run through our defense, I am just as tired as seeing our quarterback run for his life. So, I don't know. You pick your poison. I don't know. I got to pick my poison. Either position I would be happy with if they filled either one. Thanks for the call, man. You had some great takes. Call back again, my brother. Who's next? Hey, Big Red of Dave, what you got to say, brother? Hey, Red of Nation, this is Red of Dave in Washington. Well, first off, I want to send out my prayer to the family of Marquise Cooper, the class act, uh, you know, with with guys like Champagne Walker and Terrell Owens out there. You have this 
this guy here whose passion was fishing. He was out there doing his passion. Went with some friends and uh, had tragedy struck. I feel for the family. Um, as far as free agents, you know, I'm not looking for the Raiders to do anything big on the free agents. I think the core players they have right now will do real well this coming season. The only thing I haven't agreed with that they've done so far is cutting Gabriel Wilson, which I stated on an earlier show. As far as the draft, since Seattle picked up T.J. Hushmanzada, I do not see them getting Crabtree. I would be surprised if Michael Crabtree was gone before he got to before we got to Oakland's pick, and uh, I could see Al jumping on that, but I really do not want to see that. My first two picks, the ones I would think would help the team the most, would be Michael Orr in the first from Mississippi State, and then. Max Unger from Oregon at center in the second round. Well, that's all I've got. Well, my brother, you're reading my mind. You're actually on the same track as I am. Offensive line is where we need to go. That's where we need to be. In the second round, I think for sure, I think we should be picking up somebody, somebody in that round on the line. And as far as the first pick, Crabtree, I don't think he's going to make it to number seven. Honestly, I really don't. He might, but I don't think so. But if he does, I wouldn't doubt that old Al picks him up. Um, and my, for me, you know, it's a crapshoot. It's not, I think, the biggest need. I think Rajay would be a good choice. B.J. Raji. Um, there's a couple other defensive players that I'd put over this character. But you know what? <laughs> That's what happened. Look, we got Michael Bush. They didn't think we'd pull the trigger on him either last season. You just never know what Al's going to do. Thanks for the call, though, brother. We'll see. It's coming up pretty soon, man. Who's next? We have Raider Tim from Oklahoma. Man, I know that guy hates the Cowboys. What you got to say, brother? Hey, what's happening, Nation? Uh, This is Tim, Raider Tim, calling from Oklahoma. It's the day after T.O. was released by the Cowboys, and it's already all over ESPN. Everybody's saying he should go to the Raiders. I heard it on NFL Live. They all chose teams to have T.O. go to, and and each one of them was the Raiders. You know, that pisses me off because Terrell Owens, I can't stand him. I hate him with a passion. But then also, on the plus side, Dallas also released Roy Williams, the strong safety, and I think that'd be a good pickup for us. Uh, since uh, we released Gabriel Wilson, which was a bonehead move in my opinion. And also I heard Javon Walker restructured his contract to stay in Oakland. I don't think that was a very good move. I don't think Javon Walker is a good receiver, or as you call him, Champagne Walker. But I was just wanting to get your opinion on both of them things, Raider Greg. Keep up the good work on the show. Go Raiders. No, we ain't going to get T.O., and yeah, of course, anything bad happens. You know, they point the finger at the silver and black. (laughs) Any possibility of anybody from uh, the penitentiary going anywhere, and they're coming to Oakland. Anybody with an issue, they're coming to Oakland. Anybody with a history of any kind will be definitely landing in Alameda. That is some bullshit for sure. He didn't end up here. He's with the Bills. Thank goodness. I'm glad for that. And as far as... 
Um, Roy Williams coming here. I don't see it happening. I don't see uh, them spending that money. We don't have enough money under the cap to really make that kind of move right now. I think we're just waiting to see the draft. I don't see uh, I don't see us having that free space. Who knows? Maybe so, but I don't think so. And um, and that's about it. That's what I'm saying. But no to for show. And as far as Walker's concerned, well, he's going to have to prove a whole lot. I I don't know if he will. You know, I I was hoping they'd shit can him too, but they didn't. He's ours. He's a Raider. So let's hope he plays like a Raider. And like I said, I hope these young receivers pressure his old ass into doing something and showing up for some of these games. Maybe we'll get something out of him then because I know these young guys are ready to play. And if he don't want to play, sit his ass on the pine till next season. Cut him big time. That's what I say for sure. Thanks for calling, Raider Tim. Call back again, my brother. Who's next? We have the Virginia Raider. What you got to say, my brother? What's up, Raider Nation? It's Virginia Raider. First and foremost, I'd like to say rest in peace, Marquise Cooper. We lost a damn good football player, tragically, as a team. And the league lost two pretty good football players. So uh, my prayers go out to all three of those families who lost their sons. I couldn't imagine. I'm only being 18. I, I, I still couldn't imagine losing a child. What's going on for the Raiders um, in free agency? I like what we've done, restructuring contracts. I'm, I'm glad Al did that. Just restructuring Vegas' contract gave us almost $8 million more cap room. We didn't go after T.O., which is fine. Uh, we ended up losing Khalif Barnes, I believe. Um, I, I don't think there's really much of a chance that we get to get him anymore, which is a real shame. But uh, maybe we'll go after somebody else. Um, I know that we're going after a center from uh, used to be on the Buffalo Bills. I, I know his first name is Duke. I can't remember um, his second name. But he's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, which is huge for a center and about 320, 321. Um, so he's got a good size. But uh, we've been pretty quiet. And uh, I, I know I read today that they're trying to restructure Russell's deal. $61 million is just insane. So that's a good thing. Maybe Uncle Al's up to something. I think he's fed up with with his, his wrongdoing by overpaying uh, a bunch of guys. And I'm glad that they've all agreed to, to take a pay cut, and I'm glad that he's, he's uh, trimmed the fat. That's a real good move in, in my eyes. This draft is getting pretty interesting, seeing where we'll go with teams taking wide receivers and free agency, like uh, Seattle going with uh, Hushman Zada, and um, other teams filling other needs. It'll be interesting to see who's there for us at seven. I think Crabtree, or I like to call him Crab Apple, will be there, but I don't think we'll take him. I'd like to see us go after defensive end, Everett Brown, Aaron Maben. I love Brian Arakpo from Texas. He can move out to our, our left outside linebacker spot. And um, then again, when we need him to rush as a down lineman, he can move down to that defensive end spot. So that would be a great pick. But then again, there is depth at that position, and I could see us going in the second round with uh, Connor Barwin from Cincinnati. He would be a steal in my eyes. 
it's only about a month or so to go, so we'll have to see when April rolls around where we go, but it, it should be interesting as things uh, get closer to that time and heat up. But uh, all I can worry about is I hope we get Barnes, and um, I really think it would be a lost free agency period for us if we don't get this guy. That's all I got this week. Peace. Always very good football knowledge from the Virginia Raider. And uh, I don't know about this kid you said from Texas, Brian Okapo or Okapo or Quame Harris. I, I couldn't find him. But, you know, you're a, you're a smart kid. I know that you pay close attention to college games and you're in there. I like Luke, Eugene Monroe. I know we probably won't get him. Kansas City probably won't take him either. But I don't know if he'll slip too far. He might. If we get the chance to get Eugene Monroe, I think that would be a great pickup for the Oakland Raiders. Because Crabtree, you know, Crabtree's fallen off a lot of people's uh, favorite status, I guess. So we'll see. You never know. You just don't know who the Raiders are going to pick. Uh, we did get Khalif Barnes, so that was a good thing. And I I know you were happy about that. Uh, I mean, I know you were concerned that we weren't going to get him, and so was I. But like I said in my show, that I think Tom Cable, as an offensive line coach, really convinced him to come to Oakland and that he would resurrect this young man's career. I have no doubt that it's possible. I hope it does. It's a great contract, great signing. So thanks for calling, brother. Always welcome in the Raider Nation. All right, who's up next? Okay, I got to tell you guys right now, we have one of my very favorite callers, man. I'm going to tell you, man, you are a very favorite caller. You are my brother, C-Money. What you got to say, man? I just love it. What you bring it on, brother? Bring it on. Raider Nation, what's good, baby? See money, my man, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. How you brothers doing, man? Long time no hear. I'm back on the bone, baby, because I got a bone real quick. Hey, listen, in this draft, we better get a fucking wide receiver, man. I'm going to tell you guys something. We need weapons. These fucking clowns on NFL Total Access, I'm watching it, man. They're talking about we need an offensive tackle, a fucking guard or whatever. We already got two of those cocksuckers. We already got two of them in the offseason. We signed a couple of them. Not sure their names. I got to go back and check. But I'm sure we signed two offensive linemen already, a tackle and a fucking guard. We need fucking Michael Crabtree if he's not taken by the seventh pick or one of those other dope-ass fucking receivers. If we don't take a wide receiver, we're going to have a shitty fucking offense again, and I hate to fucking say it, we need weapons on offense to fucking generate points. We need that. We can stick any banana-eating motherfucking fat motherfucker on the offensive line to block. Blocking is not a hard fucking thing to do. But running down the football field, catching passes, catching passes, making touchdowns, putting ourselves in position in the red zone to score points, that's hard to do. We need fucking receivers. We don't need no fucking linemen. If anything, if they want to draft a defensive player later on in our picks, way down in the third pick, the third round or something like that, that's fine. But in the first round on the seventh pick, we need a fucking wide receiver. Point blank, hands down, that's it. And I'm going to tell you something else. One Raider brother called in like a month and a half ago. I was listening to the bone line. I always do. And he made a perfect fucking statement. He said, what took them so long to decide on Tom Cable? Tom fucking Cable. The guy, I like him as an offensive line coach, but we that was a big fucking mistake hiring him as head coach. Big fucking mistake. Mark my words. We should have brought, should have went and hired Brian Billick. Brian Billick's available. Great coach, Super Bowl winning coach. 
offensive-minded coach. You've seen what he did with the fucking Vikings in fucking 98. Highest fucking scoring offense in the fucking history of the NFL, bro. Randy Moss, Jake Reed, fucking my man Chris Carter. They blew shit up. Brian Billick, we would have put him in Oakland, dog. Offensive-minded man with the weapons we have and then get a fucking receiver in this draft. We would have fucking killed it. What did they do? They went and hired Tom Cable. It took them all that time to hire Tom Cable. Well, Raider Nation, I'm going to cut this short. You'll be hearing from me in the upcoming season. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, miss you brothers, love you brothers, the Raider Nation family. Love you all, man. I'm hoping for a good season, but the only way we're going to fucking do it is if we don't hire no banana-eating motherfucking gods. We need some real motherfucking players, man. We need some fucking receivers, and we better get a receiver on that seventh pick. I don't give a fuck who's available. If it's his fucking mother, we better fucking pick his fucking mother. But any of that, y'all be cool. I'm out. This is C-Money. I always bring it real like I always do. You know I don't fuck around. I bring it real, baby. So peace out, Raider Nation. One love. I love y'all, man. Go Raiders. Well, (laughs) first of all, I know we need wide receivers, but not that bad, man. We don't need him that. We need to protect our quarterback. You know, Jamarcus isn't like Roethlisberger dodging and, you know, getting away from those tackles. He's learning. He's getting better. But we got to get someone up in front there to protect him. We did get – we just got uh, a good one in Barnes, or he's going to be helping the protection. But uh, we might need one more guy. He might not be the seventh overall pick. We need one more guy to get him up in there, and we need defense – Big time, too. We need someone to stop the run. I think those two needs are pretty big. Offensive, I mean, wide receiver, you know, I see we got some guys. I think if we had some time to throw the ball, we'd have a a field day. But you got a good point. A lot of people are saying wide receivers. Wide receivers are big on the list. Uh, They're just not for me. I just think you need to protect your QB first. It's the unsung heroes in the trenches, Padna. Those guys getting bruised and beaten hard down in the trenches. Uh, those guys, that's what you got to have. You got to have good offensive line. I think we can't pass it up. We we swept this problem under the freaking carpet for years now, and we've been patching it up with Kwame Harris bullshit. Kwame Harris! And, you know, that's exactly what it is. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit right there. So tell me, man, if we didn't have 171 false starts out of that one player, would our season be different? I say, hell yeah. Count the penalty yardage on that. So uh, check that out. But I appreciate your call, man. Do not stop calling. Call in. Uh, It's good to hear from you, my brother. Always refreshing, and you bring it, and that is a fact, Jack. So thanks for calling, man. I love those phone calls. You're my favorite, man. I got to tell you right now. That's so funny. You are on fire, brother. True Raider fan for show. Okay, who's next on the line? Oh, there's a familiar voice. It's the Jersey Raider. What you got to say, my friend? Hey, what's up, Raider Greg and Raider Nation? It's the Jersey Raider calling. Let me just say this. I understand we need an offensive tackle, but I'm not sold on Andre Smith or whatever his name is coming out of Alabama. The guy, he didn't have a good pro day, scouting day, and uh, he just, I, I don't know if he's a real deal. I think we maybe should make a, uh, maybe should make a move for, what's his name, Orlando Pace, uh, formerly of the St. Louis Rams. Uh, he's been injured a lot, but I think it's, you know, it's worth a shot. Um, 
not happy with Jabril Wilson being released. I'm glad we did sign Nandi and Shane Leckler, uh, but really we do need, I would say probably even more than an offensive lineman, a defensive tackle in this draft because you need to stop the run in order to be successful, something we have not done in a long, long time. So if we're able to get that guy, um, I believe his name is B.J. Raji out of Boston College, I think that would be a solid pick. So hopefully, you know, we get it together and we don't screw up this draft. Uh, and uh, go Raiders. Go Raider Nation. All right, y'all. Later. Yeah, Andre Smith, you know, I don't put much water in that bucket because it looks like it's full of holes to me too. And uh, I, But I don't think Orlando Pace is the answer. I just think he's too beat up. And I just think that the Rams used him up and he's done. Uh, he's not one of those guys like Barnes is young. He hasn't been hurt. He had some problems last season. But I think that he's very salvageable, but I just don't think Orlando Pace is the dude. Gabriel Wilson was a bummer. That was a big-time bummer that uh, we got rid of him. And I don't know about Raji either. Uh, he did do a pretty good job on the pro day, but you know, there's other players in this draft that I think would be better at that position. I just think he's a little too heavy, and he doesn't have the speed. But you know, the, a lot of people are touting him, but I don't know. We do need a defensive tackle, like everybody is saying, and we all know as a nation that we've been paper bags on the run. That People have been running right through us like a bag. So we need to stop that shit too. I agree totally 100%, and we got to move on that too. So offensive or defensive line, I'd love to see it happen big time. I'd like to see some big-time big, big time player put in there. And even even linebacker I could, I could deal with. Uh, somebody you could move at the linebacker position. But, you know, I don't know. We definitely need to stop the run. However we got to do it, we just got to get it done. All right, who's next? We have my good brother. The guy who goes to all the games with us, man. We see him every game. He is a dedicated Raider fan. Raider Juan Jorge. What you got to say, my brother? Hey, guys. It's Juan Jorge. Just calling in. Haven't called in a while. Um, thought it'd be a good time to to call in and ask if uh, anyone was interested on an away trip next year. Um, I really wanted to go to Denver or Dallas, but Dallas, uh, uh, with their new stadium, tickets are going to be through the roof. Uh, they're going to be too expensive. And Denver is just a division rival. I hate Denver. I would love to go to Denver. And after watching us beat down the Broncos last year in their own house, I just thought to myself, I wonder how it would feel to be sitting in one in that in that stadium right now. And you know, I'm going for sure, whether it be by myself or with the crew. I'd rather have a crew, and hopefully, Greg, Randy, Mike, and Joey, um, you know, end up coming. But you know, you have my word. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to make the trip for sure. Uh, you know. I was thinking about the days uh, of the schedule and if it's going to be September, October, November, December. But now that I think about it, who gives a shit if it's snowing or if it's cold or if it's hot? You know, I'm going. <laughs> Denver, I hate Denver with the passion. And we got to make it happen because we got one of our own brothers out there, Colorado Chris. And it's our turn to make it out to Denver. Uh, with that being said, you know all of us, all Raider fans, can say that for the past six years, 
each Raider fan, and um, I know this is true for everyone, can say that around this time, every single year, we have a reason to hope. We have a reason to be optimistic. We have a reason to think that the coming up year will be better than the last. And like no other, I'm very hopeful and pumped for the new year. And the reason for this year is because Al Davis has taken a different approach than the past six years. Past, he's been trying to get big money free agents, you know, big egomaniacs that just want money, and just dumb signings. Either. Uh, I can take you back to Aaron Brooks. I can take you back to Randy Moss, Lamont Jordan. All these guys have, were brought in to make a difference, and they did it. Um, but this year, we have a young core group of guys. We have Tom Cable, who wants to be our head coach. We have an owner that believes in our head coach. And, you know, I think that we're going in the right direction because we're not making the same mistake as last year in signing big contracts to guys that are, have been injured, guys that have been sub-decent, but this year we're relying based on the draft and re-signing our own guys. And, you know, even even if we only go through the draft, think about how huge it was to re-sign Namdi and Shane. Everyone keeps going away from that. No one, I, mean, I, I can't stress enough how huge that was. I mean, it happened, everyone moved on, but no one can can tell you how big and huge that was. These were two class acts guys that wanted to bolt the hell out of Oakland. They wanted to get out. They're too classy and too professional to stay in disarray, which the team was last year and the year before and the year before. But they decided to resign with the Raiders, and that was a huge red light for me. That means that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Are you telling me that Namdi would not have gotten a bigger deal anywhere else he would have gone. Easily. He would have easily gotten an eight-year, hundred-and-whatever-million-dollar deal. Look at Hainsworth. And Nandi actually starts every single game. Hainsworth has never started every single game um, in his career. But I, I love the direction that the Raiders are going. And you know, I hope we can get a big group to go to Denver because... I hate those Denver donkeys. I hate them with the passion. Um, so far, I'm the only one that's for sure going. There's a few other people that have shown interest, but I just thought I'd go into the bow line and see if anyone around would want to go to Denver and punk those biatches. And Jay Cutler, man, <laughs> this is hilarious. To be a Raider fan and to watch... McDaniels and Jay Cutler argue to watch their owner cry, to watch their quarterback cry. It's just beautiful. And I can't wait to see what happens because in my eyes it's going to end up with Jay Cutler not being the quarterback of the Broncos. And, well, that's all I got, guys. Um, you know, go on the bone line or on the forum and let me know if anyone is interested in going to Denver. This is Juan Jorge, and I am out. Well, 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 who's going to Denver? Well, it matters to, well, me, because the holidays, Christmas and Thanksgiving, sometimes those games, they end up right in the middle of those holidays. 
That's why other times of the year are better because to get time off work too during those times is very difficult. So the timing is very, very important to who, where we're going to go. I'd like to go to Denver. I still got to talk to Olson. What do you think, Randy? Tell him. What do you think? (laughs) He says he's been there. He's done that. But I haven't, and I know you haven't. And Colorado Chris, well, you're going to have to buy us a couple drinks, Padna, because I think we may be making that trip. So uh, that's definitely a possibility. As far as the Raiders go, I am so happy with what they have done. I'm happy with the moves that we've made so far. I know we could have picked up a couple of guys, like the center from the Bills, which I think we passed on, and also uh, the center from uh, Seattle, I believe. We passed on him, too. So we still have some work to do, but I do like the pace. I do like the not franticness of it all. I do like the contract restructuring of Walker. So I do think that things are going in the right direction I just am always waiting for something to happen, just like everybody. Everything going along smooth, and all of a sudden, boom, Champagne Walker gets his melon crushed in Vegas. Okay? That's the kind of crap I don't want to see happen. But we're going to try to make some trip, and Denver sounds as good as any trip to me, so we will check it out. Well, so far, so good, Raider Nation. We've got some good things that have happened. Big Uncle Al is making some moves. I'm feeling pretty comfortable right now. We'll keep an eye on things right here because pretty soon the draft will be upon us. We'll see what's going on, the direction of the team. Tom Cable, it all seems to be rolling. And, of course, let's not even talk about Lane Kiffin. I can't handle it anymore. (laughs) Let's just not do it. Okay, Reddit Nation, until next time, this is Reddit Greg, and I am out. <laughs> <laughs>